Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Podfathers Podcast. Noah Alvarez here. Tick Splits is an official sponsor of the Pulse Podcast Network, which we are a part of. So we'll be right back after a quick message from our sponsor. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TickFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TickFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TickFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want, and bam, it's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts, and more with TickFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TickFlix. That's TickFlix.com. T-I-X-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. Okay, so in case you missed it, that's PULSE in all caps to get the 5% discount at TickSplits.com. Noah Alvarez here again, and I hope you all enjoyed your St. Patrick's Day. The day of this episode's release is March 19th, and March is one of the more exciting months for sports during the year. You have the men's NCAA tournament that will kick off this week. The NBA and the NHL are entering the stretch right before the playoffs get started. The MLB also starts at the end of this month as well. So it's just one of those fun times to be a sports fan, especially if you're a well-rounded sports fan. You can follow many different things. MLS is also kicking off. There's just a lot of going on in March. It's a fun month to be a sports fan. Just a reminder, the Podfathers podcast is available on SoundCloud.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Pulse Podcast Network. At your earliest convenience, I'd appreciate it if you guys left a rating or a review to help attract new listeners to the show. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at underscore Noah Alvarez. That's on Twitter, at underscore Noah Alvarez. On this week's show, Jacob Fanshaw, Alec Romero, and I reunited for a fun-filled show covering the men's NCAA tournament. The three of us go way back to our KSSU days, Sac State Student Run Radio, to be exact, and we carry on a tradition that I learned there at the station. Um, so to give a little background, in 2016, it was my first year with the radio station. Andrew Pasquini, the then sports director there who took me under his wing, he invited me onto his show and we filled out a tournament bracket live on the air. But instead of making picks on the teams we liked, we picked teams based off which mascot would win in a hypothetical fight to the death. Now, it's a lot of fun because you end up with some wacky picks. Uh, we have so done so in the, in the previous years. In 2017, I had Jacob and Alec on my show at KSSU, and then in 2018, last year, Jacob and I did something similar for the podcast, so we're keeping that tradition alive by doing a Mascot Madness show where we just picking a bracket live for you guys, or not live, but on our recording for you guys. We filled out our bracket using the ESPN app. We're going to create a group titled The Podfathers Podcast. If you want to join our group and compete against us, feel free to search us up on ESPN and join. We'll make it public for anyone to join. That should be a lot of fun as well. We also share our favorites to make the final four for our personal brackets and some potential sleepers to keep an eye on. It's all college basketball talk on this episode, guys. So if you're not a sports fan, you may be a little lost and this may not be your cup of tea. But who knows? Regardless, I hope you all enjoy the conversation and enjoy your week. So it's finally March, and it's the tail end of March. Conference championships are over, and we are going to head right into the men's NCAA tournament that starts this week, the week of March 18th. It should be an exciting tournament, guys. There's a few teams that have dominated the year. Who are some of the teams that you like in your Final Fours? Right off the bat, I like Duke going to the Final Four. Um, I think they're just, they've been an overall pretty dominant team. Zion Williams has been a big, we were talking about this off air, it's not that he has fancy offensive moves or that he's been a big offensive power. His, his, his value lays in his ability to rebound mm-hmm. on the offensive side and then defensively, as you were saying, he goes hard, he goes as basically the hardest he goes on mm-hmm. defense. Out of these two, I like Duke. Duke is just probably one of the better teams because of Zion, because of RJ Bet, uh, Barrett. And they have a good coach in Coach K, obviously. So they, they've, they're an experienced, not an experienced team. They're all freshmen, but they have a coach that's very experienced in the tournament. Really they talented got raw athletes. talent. I think that's going to take them. 
Hell yeah. Take far. Especially in that East. Yeah. I agree. And um, as you mentioned, with the uh, four freshmen on their roster and Zion Williamson, who's one of the most explosive players we've probably seen since Anthony Davis came through Kentucky in 2012. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody stopping them. You know, I think it's going to be uh, Duke and Michigan State in the Elite Eight. I uh, think this is the toughest uh, region by far out of the four. And, uh, you know, I think Duke just showed, you know, once they're fully healthy and they have Zion, I mean, they can, they took out Florida State. I mean, if Zion was still hurt, I like Florida State for winning. I think all the analysts had Florida State win the ATC. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, came, it came down to, you know, who, is, who had the better recruiting class, who has the coaching, and uh, – I don't. I don't see them. You really even having a close game until they face Michigan State in the uh, lead eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You're you're right. I think about that bracket though, because you have teams like LSU, you have a Maryland, Virginia Tech, I, and even UCF as like a potential sleeper. They have a lot of good talent in that Eastern bracket, and of course Michigan State as a two seed in that bracket. So definitely one of the tougher areas of the bracket. Moving on to the West, who do you guys like out of the West? Gonzaga's a one seed, and Michigan's a two seed. All right, I'll tell you right now. If we're talking about the ugliest looking uh, quadrant of this bracket, I think it's the West. And those games are just ugly. I mean, I don't want to touch some of those games when we talk about trendy upset picks. So, yeah, I like Gonzaga going, I'm going to say, to the Elite Eight. I think they're going to meet up with somebody in that bracket. And I don't know if the Zags are going to... In fact, you know what? I, I would even put the, the Zags on a bit of an upset watch now. They're coming off a pretty crushing defeat against St. Mary's, mm-hmm. and they never once, Gonzaga never once let in that WCC championship game. Yeah. St. Mary's led the entire game. Yeah. And that That's should be say deflating. something. Yeah, and that, that should say something when it, it was one of the highest scoring offenses in the WCCC this year. So it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, what happened? Yeah, what about you, Alec? You know, in my final four, in my elite eight of this region, I have Florida State, Michigan. Um, I like uh, calling the upset uh, with the first number one seed out in the second round. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, as you know, I was talking actually to one of my colleagues here uh, who has the same position I am. He went to fairly Dickinson University, and he's from Spokane, where the uh, University of Gonzaga is at. And so I said, you know, realistically, you know, if, you know, Gonzaga's going to pull it out, but do you guys see them beating Syracuse and Jim Beheim? They, you know, who we saw go to the uh, Elite Eight last year as an 11 seed, and he mm-hmm. said it's going to be close. Yeah. You know, Mark View is the winningest coach um, in the regular season, but Jim Beheim does have the Final Fours and the championship back up his resume. So yeah. I think it's going to be Syracuse and Florida State. In fact, they're facing up in the Sweet 16, Florida State moving on. Uh, they'll face Michigan. But, you know, Xavier Simpson, uh, what a phenomenal athlete he is. I think yeah, that's going to be the difference maker, and they're going to be facing Duke in Final Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this Western bracket has a lot of upsets. I mean, just looking at some of the underdogs, I like Murray State. I like the chances of Florida. I think both those teams have a good chance of pulling off the upset. But you're right. I don't think Gonzaga is going to come out of this side of the bracket. I, too, have Florida State coming out of this Western Conference or the Western side of the bracket. And I, th- I think they're going to beat Michigan in the Elite Eight. I Like I said, I really like Florida as an upset. Oh, yeah, I'd definitely go Florida as an upset over Nevada. Nevada kind of played shaky last year. And you're right about Syracuse, though. I think that's where Syracuse or Gonzaga runs into trouble against Syracuse because last year we saw Syracuse as the 11 seed, and they went pretty far all the way to the Sweet 16 despite not being the best of teams heading into the tournament. Well, to speak on that shaky Nevada team, that's the same Nevada team that made that Sweet 16. Yeah. I mean, not so shaky no, to make yeah. it to Sweet 16. I'm just saying. I felt like last year, though, they I finished. I feel like you yeah. guys are definitely not crediting Vermont. I'm sorry. Can, <laughs> no, I'm serious. This isn't a joke, and this isn't a gag. I think Vermont, that's a hot pick, man. And ESPN mm-hmm. has been very, they're very high on the Vermont. <laughs> really? The Catamounts. And it's not like the Catamounts haven't had upsets before, though. Mm-hmm. I think only two years ago, I think, or maybe even three years, in 2016, mm-hmm. they, they had an upset. So, I mean, it's not like the team is incapable. And plus... FSU is coming off of a tough loss against AC. Uh, excuse me, against Duke, Duke in the yeah. ACC championship game. You know they're going to be a little worn out, tired, and then they're going to go back to back and play. And now it's one and done. You know, it's, yeah. Well, it was one and done before, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I like Vermont still, trendy pick. That's what I'm saying. Even Vermont as a, a pick to be another uh, Cinderella. I think there's a lot of Cinderellas in the West or potential Cinderellas. Yeah. Moving on to the Midwest, a team or a bracket, a side of the bracket that is highlighted by North Carolina and Kentucky. Who do you guys like coming out of the Midwest? All right. So on this side of the bracket, you know, I think 
you know, one team we really have to look out for is Auburn. You know, Auburn is the SEC champions, and mm-hmm. you know, I did a little research last year, and you know, one thing that it looks that gets overlooked, and you know, not even the top analysts even predict this on the shows, but ESPN, Bracketology, or even on Selection Sunday, who is coming into this tournament hot? Auburn is one of the hottest teams coming in along with Oregon, both who won their respective conferences. Mm-hmm. Last year, we saw Loyola and Chicago come in on a 10-game winning streak. Who, can you recall anybody talking about Loyola and Chicago coming in on a 10-game winning streak? Mm-mm. No. No, exactly. And that's who I think we have to watch out for. I know I, I do like Auburn going into the Sweet 16, but I think just with uh, Colby White, UNC, that's going to be too much for them. And, you know, the ACC is just looking to, like easily the most powerful conference in all of college basketball this year. Um, and I think it's going to come down to Kentucky. It's going to be another coaching matchup with uh, Roy Williams and John Calipari. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one of the most exciting games in the tournament in this Midwest uh, lead eight. And I like USC coming out of it. And I think uh, okay. Kobe White, uh, one of the top freshmen in the nation, is uh, – uh, going to show uh, why he has why he um, uh, is a potential top draft pick in the NBA draft next year, and mm-hmm. I see him going to Final Four. You know, we talked about the East being a really stacked bracket. I think the Midwest has the most talented side of the bracket. You have a North Carolina team. You just talked about Auburn, but I think another team that's re- there's other two other teams that are really hot right now in this bracket. Utah State, who won the Mountain West Conference, they defeated uh, Nevada, and then they defeated San Diego State in the conference championship. And then also Wofford. So you have Wofford, yeah, Wofford, or I don't even pronounce that. Auburn and Utah State in that East, uh, or excuse me, that Midwest bracket. I think all three are capable of making very long runs. I actually, I'm gonna go with Auburn coming out of the Midwest. I think they'll take care of North Carolina when it comes to it in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. And then on the south end of the bracket, I have Kentucky making it out. But I think Auburn, just you know, with Bruce Pearl as their head coach, I think they have all the right tools to get. They're a dog team. Like you know, they, I saw them a couple times in the SEC championship, and there was times where they were down, but they fought their way back. And even their championship game against Tennessee was really nice. Wow. Both of you, wow. This is surprising for both of us looking at the uh, bracket for the first time. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Okay, I still uh, I have UNC handling all the way to the Final Four. Okay, I'll tell you that right now, mm-hmm. coming out of that Midwest bracket. But in terms of when it comes to uh, Auburn or KU, it's going to be UNC and KU meeting up in that Sweet 16. And I think it's going to be, as Alex said, or one of the premier highlight matchups in the bracket. Mm-hmm. There you go. Cool. Moving on to the South, last one before we hit up on the mascot madness bracket we got going on. In the South, the one seed is Virginia, two seed is Tennessee. A lot of pretty pretty good some pretty good talent in this uh, this side of the bracket as well. Who do you got coming out of this uh, side of the bracket? Well first off, I think in this bracket, you know, you know I think it was Noah, you're the one who uh, said that in the West, more of the upsets are gonna come out of all the other regions. Mm-hmm. You know, I respect the three. I think uh, we I've seen an upset with Oregon over Wisconsin. I like uh, UC Irvine or oh. Kansas State. Yeah. And I like the Mary's of Villanova. I mean that's three right there that we need to be looking at. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can't forget about Old Dominion. You know, every time they seem to be in the conference, you know, they seem to get close. Or, or they end up taking one of the games, mm-hmm. and I think that's another one to look out for in this fourteen-three matchup. But when it comes down to, I mean, Virginia and Tennessee both have, are coming into this tournament with a chip on their shoulder. We saw Virginia get upset, mm-hmm. with the biggest upset in college basketball in tournament history, with a loss in UMBT. You know, Tennessee, they were predicted to go to the Final Four. They were knocked out early. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to come in, you know, with a vengeance. And I see both of those teams uh, meeting up in the Elite Eight. But I think Virginia, they have most of their uh, uh, starters returning from last year. They have a very experienced roster who have gone to the NCAA tournament multiple times in their college uh, careers. And I like Virginia coming out of it. It's important to remember, though, about Virginia. They got knocked out in the quarterfinals of the ACC tournament. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, again, to speak almost to play de- uh, devil's advocate to you Alec even with all that talent and that experience and kind of a new mantra with the head coach over there they still lost in the quarterfinals of the ACC a conference that they were projected to dominate no one was really close to them it was Virginia UNC and Duke really mm-hmm. it was the top three and that was it mm-hmm. so 
mean, yeah, I, I want to trust in Virginia because the I last the I, last I few issues. three years that you know you you think they finally get it. It kind of reminds you of the Buffalo Bills a little bit and their run where they yeah. keep getting these one yeah. two top seeds in each bracket, but they continue to fall short of getting to the final four even or even to the elite eight to so some of the deeper matchups. Yeah. I, I I like your like you said about the upsets. I do see. St. Mary's is a pretty big upset. I don't have that much faith in Oregon and UC Irvine, but I think there's some potential, especially in the Old Dominion, too, because Purdue is another team that constantly struggles, too, to make a deep run. So whether they run into Old Dominion or a team like yeah, St. Mary's. The real question on that game is going to be, can Old Dominion's defense keep up with Purdue's offense? I yeah. remember seeing Purdue's offense play a few times in the Big Ten Conference Tournament, mm-hmm. and dude, they were a high-flying, fast-shooting team, man. They shot well beyond the arc, and they had enough players to – to kind of move the ball around and have really good ball movement. So you're going to need a defense to kind of stick with that. So I don't know. I, I still think Purdue has the leg up over them just talent-wise. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you know, it is March Madness. So yeah. it's, it's not like Old Dominion cannot. And not to forget, too, Villanova's in this side of the bracket. They're the reigning championships, reigning back-to-back yep. national championships. Granted, it's a much different team, but yeah. they do still have some guys from those rosters, and you know they're going to be hungry to make a statement when they come back. But I, I like Tennessee coming out of this side of the bracket. I think they, they struggled too, and like Alex said, they didn't go as far as they'd like to last year, and everyone projected them to. So they're going to come back with a chip on their shoulder, and I, I think they'll take the take the South. Damn, I don't know who I have. You don't know who I, I don't come know on. who I have taken the South. Pick one. <sighs> Honestly, okay. You know, honestly, I'll, I'll go Virginia. Yeah. I'll I'll just go say- Virginia. I'm going to be let down. Yes. I know I am. I know I'm setting myself up for heartbreak either in the second round, mm-hmm. Sweet 16, or if they really want to really jerk me around this year, it's going to be the Elite Eight. But I still like Virginia coming out of this South. But the South is just ugly. You were right. I might have been wrong about the East, but the South is just – or the West, excuse me, but the South is, is pretty ugly on what the quadrant looks like. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that we've mentioned our final fours and a lot of our sleeper picks, we can go on to one of our traditions that we started back at KSSU, and it's an idea I actually got back from Andrew Pasquini, the former sports director there, when my first year with KSSU, is to do a bracket and you fill it out if the mascots were to battle to the death. Now, clearly, this doesn't favor a lot of the one seeds sometimes, and you know you get some wacky predictions. I think one year we had. Um, University of uh, Green Bay because they were the Phoenix. So we've had some pretty wacky teams win the championship, but it's always fun, especially because, you know, us three, we like, you know, go to, we like watching college basketball and and having the mascots is a perfect way to fill out an unpredictable bracket. So let's start on the side that we were just talking about, the South. Virginia versus Gardner-Webb. Bulldog versus the Cavalier. Who do you have in this mascot to battle to the death? Uh, dude, bulldogs aren't healthy, bro. They can't breed. You've seen my uncle's bulldogs, man. They can't breed. They're too fat. So I got the Cavaliers moving on, baby. They're going to get skewered. <laughs> what about you, Alec? I got to agree. Can't deny the almighty bulldog over uh, Cavalier. I mean, the only thing notable about a Cavalier is that it might be Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up on this, next up on this list, Ole Miss versus Oklahoma, the Sooners versus the Rebels. Who you guys got? Well, Sooners were settlers, so we're gonna have a little history lesson. Here. <laughs> the Sooners were settlers, and the Ole Miss were Confederate Rebels. Yeah. I got the Confederate Rebels moving on. I like that. I like it. Sorry, that's real life. That's what would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin got, and Oregon. I got. Once again, I gotta agree. I gotta, I gotta agree with Jacob. I like, I like the Rebels. <laughs> Wisconsin, Oregon. You got a Badger versus a Duck. Bro, who do you got? Kidding? Who do you got this one, oh, Alex? Who do you got? You know, a, a duck can swim, a badger can't. So you know, I'm calling the upset. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> that logic, I love it. I love it. Bring the battle into his <laughs> playing field, even though ducks don't have like teeth or claws or anything. <laughs> And also, a duck can fly too. I mean, if it's yeah. a duck, it's gonna fly away. Mm. Oh, you're right. You're right. The ba- I, I just feel like I don't trust a duck's attack. Like they have a good evasion plan, but like, what is their have attack? Ever been bit by an angry duck that wants I, bread? But is it neither good, have I? But I, I mean, yeah, but, I imagine it hurts. <laughs> but can you imagine it taking out a badger? I don't know. This is no. But Alex's logic is sound, though, man. I, I okay. Like, I like and it. because Alex provides such a good argument, I'm gonna go with Oregon on this one. All right. All I'll right. give it to Oregon. Next up. Kansas State, the Wildcats versus the UC Irvine Anteaters. Who you guys got? Wildcats. 
Uh, let's see. I, you know, how, how can you go against how can you go against the Wildcat? I mean, what's yeah. The <laughs> yeah, fair consensus vote. We'll go with Kansas State. St. Mary's, the Gales, versus the Villanova Wildcats. Wildcats again? Gales. You got the Gales. Yeah, the Gales are like uh, Celtic Warriors or something. Okay. Yeah. And Villanova is the Wildcats. So. <laughs> I like to think they hunted the Villanova Wildcats. I'd like to hear what you, uh, what do you think? What the Gale? Yeah, he's saying, it's Jacob's like saying. It's like a Celtic warrior. Yeah, a Celtic warrior. Yeah, I got my laptop right here. I'll, I'll Google it. <laughs> what's a Bucknell? <laughs> what's a Bucknell? <laughs> this what's year, a Celtic? Yeah. Hey, this year, what's a Gale? Yes. <laughs> Keeping yeah. the tradition I, alive. I, I, I forgot to go with Gale's on this one. Yeah. I, I think we're going Nova. Oh, if, yeah, Gale, a Gaelic-speaking person. So, a person could kill a wildcat. I like that. Still going St. Mary's. Uh, we're going to go Villanova, though. <laughs> two, ah, two, two out of three. All right, hey, vote. folks. <laughs> don't call me for your money when St. Mary's runs you, all right? <laughs> all right, the Purdue Boilermakers versus the Old Dominion. Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember off the top of my head. What? Monarchs. The Monarchs. Monarchs. I'm, Monarchs, I believe, yes. <laughs> Boilermakers versus the Monarchs, a king. <laughs> <laughs> Boilermaker. Well, yeah, all right, let's go. I'm cool with that one, Purdue. Moving on to the round of 32. The Cincinnati Bearcats versus the Iowa Hawkeyes. How big is a Hawkeye? But you know what? I, it's They can swim, or they can fly, where a bear can't, can't correct? Right. Okay. I think and uh, Alex's argument to Oregon moving on, I think it applies here to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Wouldn't you agree, Alec? I agree, so it's the Hawkeyes and All right, the Hawkeyes moving on to the round of 32. The Tennessee Volunteers or the Colgate University... Toothpaste. <laughs> Excuse me, the Raiders, my bad. <laughs> I read that wrong. The Raiders, sorry. The Raiders versus the Volunteers. Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Raiders seemed like a pretty safe bet. Colgate moving on. To stick in the South bracket, now we have the 15 versus 10 seed, the Raiders versus the Iowa Hawkeyes. Who you got in this one? I, I'm leading. I'm leading Raiders. Wait, wait. Raiders versus Hawkeyes? Yeah. Oh. Mm, yeah, I, I like Raiders. I like Raiders. Still. Raiders. All right. The Wildcats of Villano- Villanova versus the Boilermakers of Purdue. Well, I'm gonna go with Purdue if we fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Alec. Nova. Nova. Mm, so I'm the tiebreaker. I'm going to have to go Purdue. I like I like the Boilermaker over the Wildcat. Okay, all right. Let's go, baby. Let's, <laughs> let's, go, let's, go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go Purdue. I got St. Mary's over Purdue, though. I just want you to know that. If yeah. it's the other way around, I got St. Mary's over Purdue. Oregon, Kansas State, the Duck versus the Wildcat. Kansas State again. Unless the Wildcat can creep up on them, like at the edge of the pond. But how, that, how is that going to happen? I don't know. No, <laughs> no upset. No upset. Kansas State, Wildcat. Uh-huh. I, I like that. And then a Cavalier versus an Ole Miss Rebel. Who you two got? <laughs> Ole Miss Rebel again. Really? You like you really believe in this Confederate uh, <laughs> Confederate Rebel, huh? Yeah, they got guns. <laughs> the, the, the Cavalier doesn't. All right, fair point. Alec, you agree? Nope. I got the Wildcats. Okay, you got the Wildcats. What about in the Virginia Cavaliers or the Ole Miss uh, Rebels? You know what? I think I think I'm gonna have to go with Jacobs when I'm gonna have to go with the Rebel. Yeah, you're right. The gun does definitely does help. So in the Elite Eight, the Ole Miss Rebels take on Kansas State. Wait, oh. I thought it was Oregon. I thought we decided Oregon. No, we decided Kansas State. Oh, of the... I, well, I got Oregon. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, not so fast. In a duck. In not a, so I guess fast. A, a duck yes, against the, the Wildcat. The duck could fly against the Wildcat just as he did but against a, uh, the bat. The bat. How is that any different from the Hunter? Because badger? the Wildcat is a cat. They have like. They have better instincts than a badger, first of all. I'm sure they can catch a duck. I would like to think a wildcat's talented enough to catch a duck. All right. But that's all right. That sucks. That sucks for you. That's. I think the duck. I still think the duck survives. And, but I have the rebels moving on because the rebels can shoot the duck. And okay. Just as they can shoot the wildcat. You're right. You're right. So okay. So rebels whole, still go on. You agree with that, Alec? I'm I'm leaning towards that. All right. So, in the other part of the Elite Eight, we have Purdue versus Colgate, the Boilermakers versus the Raiders. I got Raiders. Oh, well, see, this is an interesting matchup for me now because I've had St. Mary's. 
So yeah. that makes it the Gales versus the Raiders. Now, who do you think wins? The Raiders or the Gales? Like, I, I, I don't I'd go Gales. Or the Raiders, excuse me. Oh, no, no feel... you spoke. That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> you spoke true. I feel Gales, like... Gales going again, baby. Nah, I Gales got... in Elite Eight. Gales in Elite Eight. I got the Raiders. I got the Raiders. Yeah. Sorry, man. I guess we, you know. Raiders moving on. It's all right, Jacob. It's good to be different. Yeah. It, and it, then <laughs> in the Elite, or, yeah, in the Elite Eight, to go to the Final Four, you have the Ole Miss Rebels versus the Colgate Raiders in, in our bracket. Raiders or Rebels, who do you got, Jacob? Wait, wait, say that again for me. Raiders or a Rebel? Oh, yeah, for the Gales or yeah, Rebels? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. The I, Rebels I, still have guns. The Rebels still have guns. True. And the Gales don't. The, and the Raiders, I, I think, you know. I, but the Raiders are more savage. I'd I'd like to argue that the Raiders. They are. They are. That's why. That, that's why they've gotten here. <laughs> and they've beaten a lot of foes. Ah. Alec, who you got? Red, Raiders again. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the Raiders too. In, in my bracket, we'll we'll go ahead and fill out the Raiders. I like the Raiders, so we have... man. Those Reds, because <laughs> they still got guns. Like, think of everything else in the tournament. Yeah, I know. I I agree. There's it's a tough argument, but they're. But I'm riding St. Mary's <laughs> in the Final Four. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, hey guys it's been a lot of fun you know definitely uh missed our uh, ksu memories and i mm-hmm. uh, hope to see you guys all soon wish i uh, could have stayed a little longer baseball season baseball warm weather meets baseball and college basketball am i right yes, hell sir. yes sir yes, it sir. is hey thanks again for hopping on the show and once again congratulations on getting engaged oh yeah congratulations man thank you all right hey have a good day Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Did you know that you could be using this spot to advertise your company or business? Well, I've done the research, and PodcastInsights.com report that podcast listeners are loyal, affluent, and mostly college-educated, but most importantly, are five times more likely to interact with the ad they hear on their favorite podcast than an ad from any other medium. If you would like to advertise your company or brand with our network, it's simple. All you have to do is send an email to marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com. I'll say it one more time marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com and we hope to hear from you soon moving on to the midwest bracket to continue without alec unfortunately he had to go because of his work meeting but in the midwest side we have in the 16-1 matchup a tar heel versus and Iona. The Gales again. A, a Gales, Gales again. So, but I got a Tar Heel. You got a Tar Heel. Yeah, because I think a Tar Heel is like a... I think it's people that like worked with like building supplies, roofs or something. Like, like they did something I thought crazy. the Tar Heel was the actual like goat itself. It's a goat? Or like a ram. Google it. Or I'll, hold on, I'll Google it. <laughs> All right, but uh, I, yeah, I still have um, the Tar Heels beating tar Heels, the Gales. Tar Heels yeah, taking I, the Gales. Yeah. So you don't like the Iona Gales, but you do like... The St. Mary's, Mary's yeah, Gales. Yeah, All right. Mary's are hot, brother. Fair enough. Riding them to the Final Four. The Utah State Aggies versus the Washington Huskies. If you don't know what an Aggie is, it's basically a person of agriculture, a farmer, essentially, and to dumb it down even more. Farmer versus a Husky. Who you got? <laughs> You're so mean. Uh, I like a Husky, man. Yeah. I like a Husky. The Husky Huskies are pretty. Mm-hmm. I th- and a Husky, if it's like a pretty, like, uh, like a wild husky, like I'm sure that that could do a good da- amount of damage against a farmer who probably just has a pitchfork. Auburn, the Tigers, the Tigers versus the New Mexico State Aggies again in the agriculture versus the Tiger. I'm leaning toward the Tiger. Yeah, me too. I like Auburn, man, especially because <laughs> they're striped. <laughs> a Kansas Jayhawk versus, and I have to have to think hard about this northeastern one. I think I believe they're the Huskies as well. So the Huskies versus the Jayhawk. Who do you like in this one? I don't think Jayhawks can fly. Neither do I. So Northeast Huskies, maybe, because <laughs> they're gonna eat that. They're gonna eat that poor little Jayhawk. So we have the 13 seeded Northeastern Huskies. Moving on to the round of 32, the Iowa State Cyclones versus the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay, I, a Buckeye is a nut. A Cyclone would destroy the nut. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad this is. This might be like our the easiest one. We could just ride onto the right onto the sunset. But to continue it, next up we have the Houston Cougars versus the Georgia State Panthers. Yeah, I Georgia like State that. Panthers. So who wins, a Cougar or a Panther? Technically, Panthers. 
what are a little bigger. No, no, I say panthers? technically panthers are slightly bigger than a coug, because um, cougars are, you know... Young and fierce. <laughs> and at the end of bars. <laughs> no, not that kind of cougar. We're talking about the wild cougars, and I, I you know, I, I like the panthers. I gotta go Georgia State on this one. I, I like Houston, man. I'm sorry. You like Houston. I like Houston. Sorry. Yeah, all right, you're in bracket. You can fill out Houston. I'm not a fan of Cougs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On the 7-10 matchup, we have the Seen Hall Pirates versus Walker the Wolford Terriers. 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 Not even Bulldogs. Bulldogs are, make it kind of easy. Yeah, but okay, okay, okay. From working at PetSmart, I was reading about the breeds of dogs. Yes. Okay? And Terriers are fierce little sons of bitches, all yes, right? Yes, they are. I don't know. Does that give me any kind of credibility in this argument? Like, I, I, over a raider? Or I still, a pirate? A pirate. Pirates could be me, weak yeah. from scurvy. <laughs> yeah, they could have <laughs> been at sea. They've been at I sea mean, for a long time. That conference tournament must have been rough. I'd like to think. They came out of the Big East. I'd it like was to, a rough conference. I right. know it. I know it. I'm feeling it. Come on. The Terriers <sighs> are probably well rested. Their conference probably wasn't nearly as hard as Seton Hall's. Okay. We can go Terriers then. All right. I, I All like right. the Terriers. I like that. All right. You've convinced Woo-hoo. me. You've convinced me. You put in a, a good argument, just like Alex Oregon Duck argument. That was a good one. Kentucky Wildcats versus the Abilene Christian Wildcats, a team that I've actually called in person over a while my time at Sac State. Okay, tell us how fierce were those Wildcats? They're, they, you know what? They actually forced overtime, and Sac State ended up nudging them. But their team, that's led by a. Uh, John a blank on their name, but he was there the year I was brought calling games, and they have a tough, feisty team. I, I, oh, I, I didn't know you knew the mascot. I, I know the Wildcats. I do know the Wildcats. Abilene Christian, though, yeah. The, the, I got in a Wildcat to Wildcat matchup. I, I'm going Abilene Christian. Wow, you're crazy. I feel like the Kentucky Wildcat is going to be a little more tougher bred, you know? Gonna be slinking in the Kentucky bluegrass. He's got to be a little more quiet and a little more fierce <laughs> and okay. fast. But then Abilene Christian, they're from Texas. Everything's mm-hmm. bigger in Texas, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Panthers. You're right. I'm, I'm the Wildcats. Uh, I'm gonna go Abilene Christian I like because it. they're the bigger. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, the Wildcats versus the Wolford Terriers. Who are you liking? Oh, the Terriers are small. They can run fast. They can go in kind of small nooks and crannies. But the Wildcats are bigger and faster and stronger. Mm-hmm. Wildcats. Wildcats. Okay. The Georgia State Panthers versus the Iowa State Cyclones. We going Cyclones again? Wait. Uh, I had Houston. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, either well, way. Well, in any case, yeah. Cyclone yes. would toss the panther up in the sky. So It'd probably know. kill it. Northeastern Huskies and the Auburn Tigers. 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 Yeah, Auburn. Yeah, they're going to maul that. Giggum Tigers. The Tar Heels or the Washington Huskies. Huskies going to be hungry. He's going to eat that goat. Tar and all. <laughs> okay. We'll go Husky. Uh, I see me. Yeah, yeah. Huskies on this one. Huskies versus Tiger for the second round in a row. Obviously, have to go Tigers again. I don't know. Is it a pack of Huskies? That it's just one Husky. Let's. <laughs> is it a pack of? <laughs> I still think a Tiger like to. I, yeah, I'd tiger, still like to yeah, think a Tiger take on a pack tiger. of Huskies. Okay. Maybe oh. Wolves is a different story, but you know. <laughs> Cyclones. Cyclones over the Wildcat, yes, and then obviously the Cyclone, Cyclone over the Tiger. Over the Tigers, in case you haven't already <laughs> caught on the theme here. All right, let's go to the West. Yeah, the West. Do the, the West. Do the West. Do the West. So this one waits for a play-in game. Gonzaga Bulldogs versus the the Knights of Farley Dickinson. Or oh, that changes things. The Knights, huh? And the Prairie View A and M Panthers. Panthers versus the Knight. I, I like the Knight because they probably have a, lot, a bunch of armor. They're probably very skilled in the sword battle. Exactly. So I'd like to think they could take on a Panther. What is what is the uh... Prairie View? Yeah. Well, what is the... Panthers. Oh, they're the Panthers. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. I'm not even looking at the bracket. I've been looking at Prairie View. Okay. Yeah. So if it's a Bulldog versus a Knight, then it's the Knight that wins. Yes. yes. I, well, as I'm saying, you think the Knight beats the... We, we're agreeing that the Knight brings the Panthers, correct? Yes. Okay, and then, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. The, the Knights are going to take out the Bulldog for sure. Bulldogs are unhealthy and... They're gonna get upset in the first, slow, and, and they're gonna get upset in the first. And then round. same thing with the panther. A panther would eat the bulldog. Yeah, yeah. The bulldog so is whoever, whoever advances. Bulldog just gets slain. Like, yeah, that's it. Bulldogs do not have a good run in these tournaments with us. <laughs> they Butler, do not. Where you at? <laughs> so the Baylor Bears versus Syracuse. The orange. To be specific, orange is a color. You know, I I, I don't know. Uh, Baylor Bears. You think the Bears it's take a out a black bear? So it's a little more docile, but. 
Still, it's a bear. It's a, a bear it's, over it's a, a color bear. orange. How can you be the color? Well, first off, their mascot is like a little orange. It's a dancing orange, literally. Yeah, okay, you're right. So the black bears eat that for, like, breakfast. <laughs> like, that's like... Yeah, come on. I'm right. not thinking. All right, all right. Maybe I was overthinking it too much. The Bears moving on. <laughs> the Murray State Racers and the Marquette Eagles. Who do you got on this one? Uh, I'm going to go Eagles because I know Racers are still like a type of uh, bird, I think, right? Uh, racers? I believe so. Yeah, the Racers or the Golden Eagles, too. I must throw that in there. They're Golden Eagles. Oh, yeah, Eagles made out of gold. I'm giving them over the Racers any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. The Florida State Seminoles, or... The Catamounts. The Vermont Catamounts. Well... Who you liking? Oh, God. See, I don't know, man. See, because <laughs> Catamounts are like a panther, so the panther can sneak up on the Seminole. Yes. But, but a Seminole rides on a horse with the spear, because that's their, like, mascot. Right. Chief Osaka and, like, the horse. So yes. So it's just like... And, and Native Americans are very instinctive, you know. I, yeah. I think they'd be able to sneak up on a catamount or a panther, essentially. As make good. it a rug. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Make it a rug and wear it <laughs> as a coat. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going Seminoles on I this like, one. Yeah, I got to go with you. I, I hate to admit it. Like, in my real bracket, Vermont. But, yeah, of course. But Florida State's just, yeah. There's another playing game. You have the Arizona State Sun Devils or, or the St. John's Red Storm. Who you liking in this one? I don't know what a red storm is. I'm sure it's just a storm that is colored red. <laughs> I like Arizona State. Sun Devils, okay. I like the Sun Devils. It's a devil powered by the sun. And do you remember Arizona State's old school um, mascot that they used to have for the college football? It was like the little devil running with the fork. Yeah, pitchfork. There you go. That's their mascot. All right, all right. I agree. And then we have the Arizona Red Sun, uh, Arizona State. Sun Devils versus the Buffalo Bulls. Oh, yeah, I thought we agreed. Yeah, dude, he would slay the bull. Okay. The bull yeah. would be skewered and made as a spit. As skewers? Yeah. As, as some skewers, some bull skewers. Texas Tech, the Red Raiders versus the Northern Kentucky Norse. And Norse are, I believe, are similar to Vikings. Yeah. Um, so you got the Vikings versus the Red Raiders. Red Raiders got guns. Their mascot runs on a horse with shit shooters. He's going to shoot them. Vikings have ships. How you get the raiders in the ocean? What? They're not always in their ships. They fought on land. Yeah, but Vikings I, I, are traditionally I'd argue... thought of as conquerors and invaders, and that would be on land. But because so they fight because, is on land. No, because they, because they have sailboats. I'd argue they'd want to bring the red raiders to the ocean, and that'd be a lot harder for them. So I'm thinking the Vikings are, you know, I think they could take it. No, I don't like that logic. I'm going Texas Tech. Ah. Uh, that's I, that's that logic is foolish. I I think I think if you're a Viking, you'd want to fight a raider. Yeah, but they raided. On the water. They raided and pillaged. Yeah, that they did. They had to get they off. They did. But can they raided and pillaged in the ocean? Probably not. Where are their cities in the ocean, Noah? They probably raided <laughs> other Exa- ships. Exactly. They did probably raid other ships. So therefore. But I don't think their ships were as strong as Viking ships. Vikings were always thinking of these great sailors. So. I don't know. We'll go Red Raiders just for your sake, because if they do bring it to land, I, I'd I'd like to go Raiders. But I I I'd like to think that the if if the Vikings or the Norse took it to the ocean, they went into battle. The Nevada Wolf Pack versus the Florida Gators. Okay, in the name it says Wolf Pack, multiple mm-hmm. wolves. Yes. So are we gonna say like what six to eight wolves? <laughs> <laughs> how how big do you think a pack is? About. Yeah, six to eight wolves. And, oh, I, yeah. and I'd like to think, even though an alligator or a gator has tough, you know, scaly skin, they're not going to stand the withstand eight wolves. Yes, but okay, now this is where you have to look at gators are in the water, and that's that's no bull. That's no not even trying to be smooth. Right, but gators, gators are in the water. Greater, gators do come out and and land a lot too. True, mm-hmm. but say the wolves came to drink water from the water hole. Yes, and the but gator, gator cropped up and got right. But the gator could only get one at a time, correct? Maybe there's like two gators. Let's just say there's two gators. Two gators. Let's <laughs> 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 just say so. Two gators versus about six to, six eight, to eight wolves. wolves. And, and it's a, these it's aren't a, just huskies. It's a, it's a wide enough crossing for the wolves to go, and these are regular decent sized wolves. You know, Northwest Pacific West uh, wolves. <laughs> the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, Pacific Northwest, <laughs> and. Um, these gators are just going to be chilling in the streams, you know, and they're going to try to cross, maybe get water, and two are going to spring up, and they're going to get a few, and the wolves are going to scatter. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I... But I like to think out of the remaining wolves, they could, like... Wolves are smart, and yeah. in, in packs, they can are much more effective than they are by themselves. 
so they could like you know they're very they're very detailed and like hey you attack from the left you attack from the right I got the top or whatever I feel like they could gang up on a gator and uh, put it down put it out of its misery I like Nevada okay alright I'm with that I like that. Well, and then you have <laughs> and then you have the Michigan Wolverines versus the Montana Grizzlies. Grizzlies are the most fierce, fiercest of bears, if that means anything to you, or a Wolverine. Who do you got? Wolverine, dude. Wolverines are fierce. Yeah. Wolverines are very fierce. They're like uh, badgers. That's why I was surprised you guys took badgers over a duck, but Alec did make a great he argument. He did make a great argument. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And Wolverines are much bigger badgers, I think, right? They're yeah, the... well, Wolverines are a little bit, like, I think they're a small cousin to the bear. No lie. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, but grizzlies are fierce, though. But this is a Montana grizzly. Yeah. So it's not that big. <laughs> it's not that big. All right. So we're going Michigan and the Wolverines. You have the Wolverines and the Wolf Pack. I, I, I... Wolverine does attack from underground. Like, it does have, like, a, a lair, I guess. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel... Mm. Because we're talking six to eight wolves, but that's not like we give them a distinct advantage. Like yeah, because they're six like to four. eight. How about four? <laughs> no, I think we have to keep it six to eight. If we use a six to eight against the Gators, oh, we have to keep it consistent. Okay. I, I think we got to go Wolfpack because they have that advantage, yeah. the six to eight. All right, all right. All right, yeah. All right, and then you have the Arizona State Sun Devils versus the Texas Tech Red Raiders. A Red Raider or a Raider versus a Sun Devil. You still going Sun Devil? I don't know. Sun Devil? Is, sun, is, is it a real, like... Are we talking real? Like, is it... It's a real devil powered by the sun, so it's hot. You know it's cooking out there. <laughs> you know it's good. <laughs> In Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, can, can you shoot it? Like, do you think you could kill that? I think so. I mean, I'd like to think a raider has the... Ability to kill Ability a to kill a, a, a sun devil. Damn. Or else it'd be a Another badass kid. raider. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. And they I, are red. <laughs> that is true. They are the red raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just, for all sakes and purposes, let's go Texas Tech. I like that. Lubbock. The Marquette Golden Eagles versus the Florida State Seminoles. Seminoles got spears and bows. All right, fair enough point. The Seminoles are moving on. And then we have the Farley Dickinson Knights versus the Baylor Bears. Bears over a night. It can happen. It can happen. It happens all the time in Game of Thrones, just saying. (laughs) (laughs) All the time, like... Grown men get eaten. <laughs> Who's just say the same thing wouldn't happen to poor old Farley Dickinson? True. I like Baylor. Uh, you like Baylor. I like Baylor. We have Baylor and the Bears. That's a better matchup. Bears moving on, and they face the Seminoles. I'm going Native Americans, the Seminoles. They got spears, as I, as I, bow and arrows. I. I they got everything. Tomahawks. Seminoles moving on versus either the Red Raiders or the Wolf Pack. I think this is where the Wolfpack run comes to an end. Yep, because I feel the Red Raider just can be on his horse just shooting them and then mm-hmm. he'll sell their pelts for money. Yeah, <laughs> very. And now we have the Raiders versus the Native Americans. Both are very skilled at their craft in different ways. I'd like to go Seminoles on this one. The gun beats the stone. So I got Red Raiders. Mm. You're right. But they're both skilled horsemen. They're very, you have yeah. to take that into effect. Mm-hmm. And they're... The Seminoles are skilled with bows mm-hmm. and spears, and they scare you with their war cries, and they come mm-hmm. out of the shadows, and it's... They're very... Yeah, they can be very... Uh, crafty. Very crafty yes. and how they go about things. I still got the Raiders, though. You're right. The guns. I, I mean, so. that proved to be true in history. Yeah. Okay. Texas Tech. The Red I'm Raiders are moving four. on to the final four, and now we have one more bracket. The East. The Blue East. Devils versus... <laughs> well, there's another play game. <laughs> But they have the North Dakota State Bisons versus the... North Carolina Central State or something. Yeah, North Carolina Central Eagles. The North Carolina Central Eagles. Who you got in between the Bison and the Eagles? Uh, <laughs> the Bison are big and they're lumberous. And yes. You would not want to be hit by a Bison. Right. But Eagles can fly. Right. But if the Eagle has to attack the Bison, it has to come down to the Bison's level. And therefore, the bison could maybe yip him off and really hurt him. Uh, I would but like, I still like the eagle. Yeah. Sorry, logic just has to prevail. Yeah, exactly. Because eagles are pretty quick. I don't think the bison. And they got ever sharp, sharp talons, and they might really hurt just that bison. Scratch that bison's eye out. Do you remember when James Paxton got attacked by an American eagle? Yeah, that was fun. That, that was crazy. crazy. James Paxton, UG, big maple. So you have the eagles versus the blue devils. Is it like the sun devils, where we're just going to give them the advantage? 
Yeah, because this blue day there was a fork, there's a pitchfork too, and it's on fire, so yeah. skewer the, <laughs> eat them. So the Blue Devils will move on. The VCU Rams Knights. versus the UCF Knights. Knights. Knights, baby. <laughs> Although I, I, I like to think that if it didn't have armor, the Ram would probably get the Knight. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> the Mississippi State Bulldogs, another Bulldog team, versus... Flaming Hawks. The Liberty Flaming Hawks. Mm-hmm. Flaming Hawks, I believe in this one, because Bulldogs, as we said, are pretty much useless. Yee! The Virginia Tech Tech Hokies versus the St. Louis Billikens. Billikens? We might have to look what up what a Billiken is, because I'm not too sure what a Billiken. (laughs) The school's nickname is the Billikens, which isn't some sort of dumpling or an Irish curse word. It's a mythical good luck figure who represents things as they ought to be. Mm. According to the school, the old mascot was a goofy gnome-like creature, but the school decided it needed an updating. This looks scary, dude. It, it does. It looks very scary if you if you've never seen the mascot. How would at you even describe this? St. Louis. Um, <laughs> I, I well, it's a mythical creature. I mean, I think a hokey's a turkey essentially. I I don't know how much a turkey stands a chance against a mythical creature. I, I feel the hokey just for the, the sake of like what the hell is that? Like yeah. that that's so cheap. If a billikin were supposed to get to the final four, like, okay, okay. Come then, on, I want some credibility for <laughs> the mascot fight. But Virginia Tech, man. All right, we got the hokies moving on to the round of thirty-two. In the next one, we have well, it's another playing game for the eleven seed. You have Belmont the Temple Cougars. Owls or the Belmont Cool Cougars. Who you got? The Owls or the Cougars? Cougs, because owls aren't nearly as agile or fast mm-hmm. as eagles. True. And that is something you have to take into account, considering how many eagles we've had in this entire tournament. Yes. So, you have the panthers, or excuse me, the cougars, taking out the eagle, the owls. But back to the conversation at hand. Yeah, the a cougars, the cougars a, would definitely take out the terrapins. No, because a, a terrapin is a, a turtle. big... Yeah, no, it's a big tortoise, actually, but it's a snapping tortoise. Yes. There you but, go. But so, how's the cougar going to attack it? And it's going to be Like any other good... Really? Yeah, like any other... How do you bite through a... Like any other good attack animal would. They have the instinct. Instinct not to bite a hard shell, yes. Yeah, but it would turn it over and it's not it's soft underneath. <laughs> how do you know... I'd like to think that a tortoise is slow, yes. You, you, you're right in the sense that a terrapin has a really good protective coating as its shell. But I like to think that a cougar is fast enough and witty enough to turn the turtle over, over and then bite its head off. Oh, wow, I was so wrong. Yeah, terrapin would definitely get slaughtered. <laughs> oh, yes. So terrapin's actually a small turtle, not a big turtle. There you go. There you have it, folks. The cougar would demolish the terrapin. The it's actually a trendy upset pick for a lot of uh, brackets. So. <laughs> Belmont Cougars moving on. The LSU Tigers versus the Yale Bulldogs. Anyway. Yale. Another easy one. Tigers yeah, move on. Yeah, obviously. Tigers. The, um, these bulldogs are kept in well good health because they're Ivy League bulldogs. <laughs> no, no, no bulldog <laughs> is taking money. on a tiger. They, they pay good money to be kept in good health. <laughs> You're a fool, Jacob. <laughs> the Louisville Cardinals versus the Minnesota Gophers. Gophers, because how do the Cardinals get underground? Gophers are underground. They pop up and they come up. They, they this would be a weird battle to watch because the Gophers would be underground and the Cardinals well, would be but in they the would air. Have to come out, but like. So would both of them just like? I think this would be a really good. I mean, this would probably be a draw for a long time because if the Gophers not coming out, the Cardinals just gonna you know. Well, we can chill both agree the without knowing what Bradley University is. Michigan State skewers them, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Um, but Louisville, Minnesota, I don't know. Um, I this is this is a toss up. Uh, I'm, we can just flip a coin. Louisville. All right, let's let's go Louisville. Louisville's heads. Sorry, Michigan State, the Spartans, versus the Bradley University Braves. The Bradley University Braves. Who we got? A Brave or a Spartan? Spartan is more disciplined than a Brave. Yes, I agree. The Spartans are moving on. The Spartans and the Louisville Cardinals. Who you got in this one? The Spartans and the Louisville Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? The Cardinals of Louisville. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Spartans. Yeah. yeah. Spartans moving on to the Elite Eight. The Tigers versus the Belmont Cougs. I'm liking Tigers. the Tigers, yeah. Yep, yep, Tigers. Sorry, they just beat them. And then the Hokies versus the Liberty Flaming Universe. Hawks. Yeah, the Fighting Hawks. Flaming. Flaming Hawks. Flaming, I promise you. Google <laughs> Liberty University moving on. Then you have the Golden Knights of UCF versus the Duke Blue Devils. Who are you liking, the Blue Devils or the Golden Knights? 
Blue Devils. Blue Devils moving on. Blue Devils or Liberty Fighting Hawks? Mm, Blue Devils. No, I don't know, actually. I don't know. I like the Blue Devils in this one. Yeah, Hawks aren't as fierce as Eagles. I I, I don't have to go with the Blue Devil. And then the Tigers of LSU versus the Spartans of Michigan State. I'd like to think that the Spartans could take out the Tiger. Yeah, just because the Tiger. Yeah, yeah. The Spartans got like some armor on. They got, and they're very disciplined. It'd kind of be like watching a Coliseum match. You ever yeah. watch a? Uh, you ever watch the Gladiator? Gladiator, yes. Great Are you not entertained? Very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> and now in the Elite Eight matchup, in the Eastern bracket, we have. The Blue Devils of Duke, which are the one seed, and then the Spartans of Michigan State, which are the two seed. So this is the one bracket where it works out. But who do you have, a Spartan or a Blue Devil? Spartan. No, Spartan, okay. Sparty. I, I like Spartan in that pick as well. So now in the final four, we have the Michigan State Spartans, a two seed at Texas Tech. The Red Raiders, they're a three seed. And then we have the, the Colgate Raiders versus the Iowa State Cyclones. You have the Raiders of the Colgate University or the Cyclones of Iowa State. This is going to be an easy one. I think Iowa State kills the Raiders. Unfortunately, yes, I think the Cyclones will kill my Gales, but this is almost kind of unfair. <laughs> it is It is very we, unfair. We should look up exactly what a Cyclone is. How about that? A, cy- a Cyclone is just a hurricane on the other side of the world. Championship. championship game and then on the other side the Spartans versus the Raiders I'd like to think that the Raiders because they're on Me horse too. Me too. and they got guns and they got guns the Reds went a long way until they met their match yes <laughs> obviously the Red Raiders run, run comes to an end when they face the Iowa State Cyclones in the national championship game and we have Iowa State taking it all again if you're just tuning in or you got lost in the mix a little bit this is our mascot bracket we did a scenario where the mascots, the team mascots, would fight to the death. And in a fight to the death, which mascot would come out on top? We had the Iowa State Cyclone, Iowa State Cyclones taking out the Red Raiders of Texas Tech in the national championship game. You guys can make whatever score you want. But if this bracket wins, be sure to shout out the po- Podfathers pod- Podcast. Be sure to shout out the Podfathers Podcast for where you got your bracket. Twitter, hashtag it. Oh, and yeah? uh, let us know what's up so yeah. we can be like your G. <laughs> Again, thanks for listening to the show. Appreciate you, Jacob. Appreciate Alec for coming on. Good luck to all you guys in your brackets this this year. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in to another episode of the Podfathers Podcast. I do want to thank Alec Romero and Jacob Fancho once again for hopping on the show and coming to talk on and for coming on to talk some college basketball, the NCAA tournament. It's always a fun time of the year. Hope you guys have some good luck in your brackets this year if you guys do use the mascot bracket be sure to shout out the podfathers podcast also join our group the podfathers podcast on espn if you'd like to compete against us and our personal brackets so it should be a lot of fun but again thanks for tuning in guys for the podfathers podcast i'm noah alvarez signing off